Hello and welcome to Couple Next Door from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. This episode is supported by FX's Clipped, the scandalous story of the 2014 Clippers owner's racist remarks captured on tape and heard around the world. The series charts the tape's impact on a dysfunctional basketball organization striving to win against their reputation as the most cursed team in the league. Starring Lawrence Fishburne, Jackie Weaver, Cleopatra Coleman, and Ed O'Neill. FX is clipped. Now streaming only on Hulu. Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead. Take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. The Couple Next Door, written by Peg Lynch and starring Peg Lynch and Alan Bunce. The suspense couldn't be greater than it will be right here at CBS Radio Sunday when most of these same stations bring you Suspense. For Suspense is our theater of thrills, and every Sunday like clockwork, it ticks out a tense tale that's guaranteed to keep you guessing and keep you engrossed and entertained. For Thrill-A-Minute listening, here's Suspense this Sunday. Mr. Miller. Oh, hello there. Hey, you want to come over and shovel my walk when you get through shoveling yours? <laughs> well, if you want to pay me $5 an hour. <laughs> yeah, that's probably what kids get now, too. You're just getting home from the office? Yeah. You must be working hard these days. Oh, not too bad. Why? You look tired. You don't want to overdo it, you know. Nothing's worth it. Your health is the most important thing in the world. Oh, well, yeah, sure. No, I don't think I've been overdoing it. <laughs> Nobody ever does. Then one day, wham, you know? Yeah, no, I, I feel fine. You take care of yourself. Say, maybe you need vitamins. Oh, well, no, I don't think so. I'd take them. Wouldn't do you any harm. No, I, I suppose not, but, well, I feel fine, thanks. I've had a little cold, but that's practically gone. <laughs> well, take care of it. You don't want pneumonia. Well, no. <laughs> Uh, nice to see you, Mr. Miller. Yeah, nice to see you. Well, I gotta get this walk shoveled. They say more snow. Oh, boy. Not only... Oh, hello, dear. 
Well, dinner's not quite ready, honey. I hope you don't. What's the matter? I, uh, I don't believe I want any dinner. If you don't mind, I think I'll go right upstairs and get into bed. Why, honey, what's the matter? I don't know. I don't know. I just suddenly don't feel well. Music for every taste. Music for attentive listening as a background to whatever you're doing. That's what CBS Radio offers you every Sunday. This Sunday, Leonard Bernstein will lead the New York Philharmonic in an unusual program of music from the 19th and 20th centuries, including six pieces for orchestra by Anton von Febern, Stravinsky's The Rite of Spring, and Liszt's First Piano Concerto, with Georges Bollet as soloist. For those who prefer their orchestral music a bit lighter, Michel Piastro will provide it with his virtuoso musicians in the symphonette. CBS Radio's The Best in Music offers a full hour of popular favorites, played and sung by some of the nation's leading stars. For example, Tony Arden is among those scheduled to appear this Sunday. Another delightful program of song is presented by Dick Hames on his new show called Appropriately for You. Add to these the two sparkling programs by Vincent Lopez and his orchestra and Guy Lombardo and his Royal Canadians, and you have a lineup of music that's sure to keep your ear glued to CBS Radio this Sunday. <laughs> brought up some clear chicken broth on a tray, dear. I thought maybe you'd like that. Thank you. Here, let me fix the pillows behind your back a little. Sit up a bit, dear. Well, I, yeah, I, oh. There. Uh. there. Yeah. But I just don't understand it. You went off to work in great spirits this morning. Said you felt like a million dollars. Yeah, I think it's probably my cold. <coughs> cold? Why, you haven't any cold. I had a cold. Well, that was before Christmas, and anyhow, certainly wasn't much of a cold. It was one of the worst colds I've ever had. All right, dear. My All right. cough has sort of hung on. Well, coughs generally do with a cold. That's nothing to worry about at all. <coughs> Neglected colds can turn into pneumonia. Well, yes, but I don't think you have pneumonia, dear. Tell you the truth, I don't know what it is. I, I just suddenly felt exhausted, you know? So tired and no energy. Mm -hmm. Well, we did go to quite a few parties during the holiday season. Maybe you got worn out a little bit, huh? Worn out with a few parties? Look, I'm not so old yet. I can't go to parties without buckling under, I hope. Well, I didn't say you were getting old, really, dear. Well, I guess I am, just the same. Guess that's one thing we never face, getting old. Well, I always say either grow old or you die, and I'd rather grow old. <laughs> Oh, stop worrying about it now, honey. You know, they say the human body starts deteriorating after the age of 25. Then you begin to go downhill. Hmm. That's always easier to go downhill than just to go uphill. <laughs> you know, I don't understand oh. you. Well, for heaven's sakes, if you think there's something wrong with you, why don't you call the doctor? No. Well, dear, I must say it's hard to keep on sympathizing with somebody who just goes on complaining and yet won't find out what's wrong. Well, I'm not going to call him tonight. Certainly isn't any emergency. You know, Dr. Davis has been after you to have a checkup for a long time, and you always put it off. Why don't I call him right now and make an appointment for tomorrow? Well, let's see how I feel in the morning after I get a good night's rest. Dear, why don't you go to the doctor and have all your tests and put your mind at rest? For Pete's sake, leave me alone. Oh, look, I'm sorry. I, I'm, oh, I'm sorry. I'm right, dying. dear. I didn't mean to speak to you that way. I really. know, dear. I understand. <laughs> Maybe all I need is... You know, just some vitamins. Sure. Mm -hmm. Things go bad at the office today? No, as a matter of fact, they went very well. I closed two deals I'd been worried about. 
They're all set. Oh, uh, congratulations. Yeah. Well, you didn't even tell me. No, well, I just forgot about it. <sighs> Try and eat just a little of this chicken broth. Want me to feed you? No, no, I, I guess I can do it. I don't imagine there's anything seriously wrong with oh, me. Oh, no, of Just course. that I'm so tired. Sure, sure. Mm -hmm. Come on, try to eat the broth, dear. And there's some crackers there if you want them. Right here. Honey. Mm-hmm. Honey, my uh, insurance policies are in the safety deposit box, oh, you know. A few funny. bonds and stocks. Oh. I've been meaning to go over those things with you, too, but somehow we never take the time. Now, for heaven's sakes, let's we not talk about We ought to discuss these things now. We, we ought to go over my will. Well, sometime, and I'm going to discuss it now. Begin with, I've got dinner on the stove. I've got to give Betsy her dinner and get her to bed. Where is she Betsy? Was... Why isn't she up visiting her sick father? Well, she's watching television. Did you tell her I didn't feel well? Yes. What'd she say? Well, she can't leave her programs, but right after dinner, she's going to get her nurse's kit and take your temperature and put some Band-Aids on you. Oh, is she? Uh -huh. Oh, well, okay. <laughs> hey, that chicken broth tasted good. I'll bring you up some dinner. We're having lamb chops. Maybe you could eat just a little, hmm? Oh, well, yeah, I, well, I can try. You try, dear, I think. Okay. No, you run along, darling. I'll, I'll be all right. Mm. You want a book or something to read? No, no, no. I'll just lie here and think. You call me if you want anything now, honey. Yes, thank you, dear. Honey? Mm-hmm? Maybe you'd better call the doctor. Eleanor. Hello, dear. Hi. I came over to see if there was anything I could do. I went out to get the paper tonight, and I saw this car drive up, and it looked like a doctor getting oh, out. Oh, yes, Betsy's yes. sick? No, no. My dear husband took to his bed when he got home. Oh, what's wrong? Doctor couldn't find a thing. No temperature, blood pressure normal. He listened to his chest. That was all right. Doctor told him one thing he needed was some exercise. That's what the doctor told Fred, too, last week. When did he get sick? I don't know. He was fine this morning. I talked to him on the phone late this afternoon. He was still at the office and he was very chipper then. But he walked in the back door tonight just dragging. Well, I suppose this sounds ridiculous, but I saw him talking to Mr. Miller when he came home. He'd just gotten out of the car. Mr. Miller? Yes, I was calling the children in, and I happened to oh, look over this Mr. way. Mr. Miller, well, that certainly explains well, a lot. Well, I was so mad at him one day. I met him out here, and he said, My, you certainly look tired. Well, I wasn't tired until he said it. <laughs> I, know. I know. He's always leaning over the back fence. I'll be hanging out mm -hmm. the wash or something. He'll tell me I look tired. Even if I feel fine, you know, right away, I suddenly feel terrible. I mean, it's just psychological, I, I think, don't you? I know it. I get so mad at people who do that. Well, I bet that is what is wrong with my sick husband. <laughs> Imagine him taking to his bed. Well, it's none of my business, dear, <laughs> but I don't think I'd say anything. Oh, I think it's pretty funny. <laughs> I know, but he might not think it's so funny. Oh, yes. Maybe you're right, Eleanor. Of course, I know exactly how he feels. One day when Mr. Miller told me that, I came inside and took two aspirin, just lay down. Oh, I know. <laughs> I remember one time someone said, you should never tell anyone they look tired. If you have to say anything, say they look sleepy, which is much more <laughs> glamorous, you <Yes>. know. <laughs> well, I've got to take some tea up to him. Well, I'll run along. Fred and I are going ice skating tonight. Oh, really? What fun. Bernard's pond is frozen over, and they swept it off, and they have colored lights strung across and music oh, playing. Oh, what fun. Have a good time. Oh, we will. Give the patient my regards. I will. I think the crisis is over. <laughs> Goodbye. <sighs> Dear, we have no cream. Do you want lemon in your tea? Honey? Oh, what are you doing coming downstairs? Well, I, I, I couldn't stay in bed. 
I fixed you some tea. Oh, thank you, darling. I feel better oh, since I got up. Oh, good. I think sometimes just staying in bed makes you feel even sicker. Oh, I do too. Yeah. Uh -huh. Fred and Eleanor are going ice skating tonight. Ice skating? Uh -huh. Bernard's Pond. They have lights strung across, music playing. Sounded like fun. My gosh, I haven't been ice skating in years. Mm -hmm. Hey, can you rent skates down there? No, I don't know. Wait a minute, I got my old skates up in the attic. For heaven's sakes, you're not going ice skating tonight. Well, why not? You heard the doctor. He said I needed exercise. Well, I... What about your cold? What cold? Oh, that little, little cough, that's all. Come on, come on, honey, let's go. We'll take Betsy. Now, she ought to get to bed, dear. We'll get a babysitter. Oh, she can stay up later. I don't want her to miss the fun of ice skating at night with the lights and the music. Betsy! Now, listen, Say, dear. Honey, maybe you ought to get upstairs. She's bathing all her dolls, and there's water all over the floor. Oh, honestly, Now, hurry up. I'll go look for my skates. Really, you know, you go from one extreme to the other. I am here. going to teach my daughter how to ice skate. You know, her daddy cut quite a figure on the ice rink back in high school. <laughs> but you haven't been on skates in years. No, you just watch me. You just watch me. We'll return to the couple next door in just a moment. The fastest runner in town can't hope to keep up with the Mitch Miller Show because every Sunday night when it comes your way on most of these same stations, the Mitch Miller Show covers that part of the entertainment world that stretches from the bright lights of Broadway to the Klieg lights of Hollywood. For another all-out, all-star variety edition of the Mitch Miller Show this Sunday night, join us right here at the Star's Address when Mitch puts out the welcome mat again. Know you were coming down oh, here. Hi, no, we just decided when we heard you were. <laughs> Having fun? Oh, we just got here, Eleanor. We had to look all over the attic for our ice skates. Hold your foot still. Well, you're lacing it too tight. No, it won't be too tight after you stand up. Now, where's Betsy? Oh, she want, went off with the children at the other end. Oh, Betsy! Don't. She doesn't want you to teach her. None of the other children's fathers are teaching them. Well, for Pete's sake, that was the main purpose for coming here. Now, to... look, darling, you've got to understand the children are conformists. They don't want to be different in any way from their friends. How's the ice, Eleanor? Oh, it's fine! Oh, is it? <laughs> Of course, you know, I'm frozen already. I always love the idea of ice skating, and then when I get here, I'm so cold. Oh, now, come on, come on, be a good sport. Ooh. Hey, where is Betsy? Oh, she's right down there, dear, with Mary Lou Kendall, don't you? Hey, end? you know what I'm going to do? <laughs> I'll skate down there and do a few fancy figures in front of her. I don't show off. <laughs> oh, come on, come on, get up. Now, don't huh? rush me. Just uh, get away, get away. I'll get up myself. I've got the railing. Go on, you go on. Come on, come on, Eleanor, I'll go around with you. Hi! Oh, it's fun. I thought you were supposed to be sick. You look marvelous. Oh, I'm fine. I'm fine. Just need a little exercise. <laughs> Come on. You go on. I've got to rest a minute. Oh, all right. All right. Now, where's Betsy? Oh, yeah. Well, here, here I go. Well, thanks for saying he looked marvelous, Eleanor. Well, he does. Come on. I'll hang on to no, you. Oh, now, look. I haven't been on skates <laughs> in years. I really should be there. Oh, oh, honestly, okay. wouldn't you know, dear? Are you all right? Eleanor, get Fred to help him. Look, Dear? look out. You'll fall yourself. Oh, oh, oh. oh what happened, darling? I, 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 I twisted oh. my ankle. Oh. My ankle. Get me home. Call a doctor. Oh, all this because somebody just said you look tired. Couple Next Door is written by Peg Lynch and stars Peg Lynch and Alan Bunce with Dorothy Duckworth and Lester Lonergan.
and is produced by Walter Hart. This is Roger Foster inviting you to listen again tomorrow to The Couple Next Door. <laughs>